Cool. All right. So we're recording. All right. I still might be moving this thing around trying to find a comfortable place to set it down. It doesn't matter. That'll go in our outtakes and we'll sell our fucking blooper videos for millions of dollars one day. Heck yeah. So I, I don't know how I know about you or how we got connected. I was running around in Austin a lot in 2007 and 8 and 9. And I remember seeing the Run DMT shirts everywhere. And I feel like you're somehow connected to that. And my little brother, who's uh, schizoaffective, like crazy bastard. But he's a, he was a big raver for a while. And, and he said that you saved him in a club one day. It might have been um, kind of like karma or some shit like that. But he was just like flipping out on to CI and... They wanted to call the cops on him and stuff, and you took him to the side and were like, no, this guy's cool. He's with me. And um, gave him a lot of love and respect. And so he was a big fan of yours forever. Huh. And um, so that's all I really know about you. I mean, I've, I've heard about you around Austin. I've never, I mean, I lived there a long time ago, but I was never really part of that scene or anything. I just spent some time there. So, um, yeah, I don't really know how we got on Facebook or anything, but through those same times and those same people and fucking... Like in the dubstep revolution, I think that was going on <laughs> back then. Yeah, I was I was at the heart of the dubstep thing as soon as it got to America. Before it got to America, I was like the first wave of Americans. Yeah. And Austin was a big part of that, right? I mean, like it was like, Definitely. like two days a week that dubstep was in control of downtown. Yeah, by by 2010, it was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. Not yeah. how they, I mean, 2012 it was gone <laughs> 2013 or what yeah well by by 2012 it just went super commercial and then it just burnt out yeah as soon as i got uh scripts <laughs> or whatever came to south by southwest it was game over <laughs> for <Dead Step. laughs> yeah it was that's what happened right straight up yeah man so you're still out there you're still in austin yep how's it going how are you doing the quarantine COVID thing um doesn't really affect me. I'm a hermit anyway. Yeah, same same lifestyle. <laughs> My parents live on a ranch out there in Junction, Texas, and nothing has changed whatsoever. They're still just ranching, <laughs> being in the woods, and I got to put a mask on sometimes when you go into big chain stores and things like that. But no big deal. Yeah, I forget about the mask sometimes. Yeah, you always got to have one nearby. I don't even, I don't know. Like, I still am completely against the whole idea of a government mandating a mask. It seems like the last thing we should ever be allowing anybody to do to our bodies. But, you know, the, the more I listen to it and stuff, it's like everybody believes this shit. And it, so it must be real, right? Yeah, if, I feel like it's mostly just a symbolic reminder to keep people just like reminded all the time of what what the situation is yeah uh, we could all die at any second and all of our friends are enemies <laughs> they're trying to kill us <laughs> yeah it's a yeah. weird place we're in right now i just saw an advertisement for some department hiring for snitching on neighbors yeah there's a lot of that going on but contact yeah. contact tracing is, is the new thing for to fix the unemployment problem we have now yeah people People are going to be like meter maids, but like COVID maids. COVID maids. Hello. I'm going to have to come in and do everybody's temperature. <laughs> you, you can't say no. I'm in your house now. <laughs> Jesus. Man, man. Oh, man. That's fucking nuts. 
It's fucking nuts. And we, at, like, um, I, I see you, like, we follow each other. I see your shit on Facebook, and it seems like you're kind of a conspiracy theorist. But just in the last couple of months, you, like, went all the way to the other side. Like, before you were maintaining the normalcy and trying to communicate with everybody. And then just recently, you're like, nah, fuck that, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs> you can come if you want to. But yeah, I'm leaving I've all you of- fucking... I've kind of always been off the deep end and always been like trying to reel it in, trying to behave. But like, it's always caused me problems. I'm always getting like blacklisted by somebody's inner circle because I've talked about the World Trade Center too many times. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker never shuts up about Building 7. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like the dubstep community hated me for that. Like if you brought it up, they would just call you like a nutter, tinfoil hat, crazy fucking person. And then like everybody would just be like aggressive to me. Like over just saying, I could just say 9-11 was an inside job. But back then, like that wasn't a common belief. And you were hardly shunned, very aggressively shunned for saying shit like that. Yeah. Like what could you say? Like, um yeah, there's no such thing as human trafficking and the government loves us and all they want to do is make sure that we all live happy, healthy lives until we die and nothing bad ever happens to us. That's exactly what the government wants for each and every member of its citizenry is to live forever. And if you do die, that you die in the best circumstances possible. Yeah. That's what they we want, bas- right? That's what they we basically We basically live on a farm right we're the cattle right it's like that movie um what's the Munst- monsters incorporated that's what it is except for we're the babies <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just a farm though like we're just like we're just like livestock so who's harvesting that fucking livestock then like who who gets the benefit <laughs> like what are they harvesting exactly is it taxes. our organs taxes yeah tax farm yeah that that for sure for sure that we're like as long as we have this many amount of people they can do all the work for us and we can uh like absume or like just take all of that energy all of that work all of that stuff and just take it for ourselves and then they get to keep a little sliver of it that keeps them alive and keeps them looking forward to a better day but the reality is that all of our life force is completely being hijacked by, by some other forces. Like that episode of Rick and Morty where they have like a, it's like Inception, but like inside of the, uh, the little micro world that they go into, all the people are slaves pushing on these little pedals all day yeah. to, generate, to generate power for Rick's battery. <laughs> <laughs> the power That's is awesome. hard. Everybody has got this whole universe enslaved just to generate power to, to move the car. Yeah. <laughs> to make smoothies and shit, to have a cappuccino machine and a spaceship. <laughs> That's our whole life. <laughs> yeah, basically. It seems that way. It really yeah. Because of the shit they get away with, you know what I mean? Like They just do the most horrible shit and everybody's like, look at all that horrible shit and look at all this evidence that they did this horrible shit. And look at all... And people you know, are like, nah, criminals are too smart for that. So it's probably <laughs> fake. <laughs> that's stupid and criminals are smart so that's fake <laughs> anyway check out these nikes and my iphone it's really cool right <laughs> it totally wasn't built by fucking slaves that are born and they start working at eight years old and they work 90 hours a week 
their entire lives until they die. <laughs> they, they made all this shit. <laughs> they made our computers yeah. that we're talking on, probably this fucking oh, microphone. My cell phone sitting next to me was made by slaves that are going to live and die inside of a fucking factory. And Absolutely. They, they can't even jump off the roof anymore because there's a fucking net. There's there. suicide nets. <laughs> to catch them. <laughs> Yeah, people people keep talking about slavery as if it's history, and it kind of irritates me. And I'll start talking about what the fuck. Then I'll start defending it, saying like those people in factories get wages, so it's not slavery. Like, Two dollars oh a week, bro. Two dollars a week. Oh my god, the, they, the they, mental gymnastics people go through to justify like the modern slavery, like modern everything. Like it's like everything is still there. <laughs> we haven't gotten past the shit. No, we just got really good at marketing it. Yeah making it seem like it's really it's a nice thing and look at these people before this they had to eat rice every day and now they eat rice and and frozen chicken <laughs> they're doing really yeah. well yeah comparatively speaking like serfs during feudal feudalism had more free time than we do yeah and if you go even farther back to the hunters and gatherers those motherfuckers didn't do shit they're like oh we caught a big fish week over yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got yeah. you shot an elk or something. It's like, all right, party time. Let's all yeah. Babies. Uh, I, think, I think I saw Joe Rogan talking about that last night. Talking about how like hunter gather society, we we think of them as like constantly hunting and gathering, but it was mostly just chilling. Yeah, procreation, which is how we got to where we are today. These and people fucking. I mean, doing all kinds of shit, like living their lives. Yeah, I mean, that's what we have, what, like hundreds of thousands of years, probably somewhere around three million years worth of human evolution. If the um, science is to be believed, which is not <laughs> because all of our science and history has always been a lie about everything. And like, we're I'm we a really... fan of Graham. I'm a, I'm a fan of Graham Han Hancock. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, like, I, I would say I'm, I'm interested a, in alternative history. I'm an apostle of Graham Hancock probably like I'm one of the guys that just went about like you ever heard of this guy you ever heard of Underworld it's one of his less read books <laughs> like it's really cool it's like a whole civilization was buried underwater 13,000 years ago and everything we think we know about our history is really just a tiny little sliver of what actually happened and everything before that was just completely forgotten and the whole idea is to maintain this narrative that we're the most advanced most progressed version of humans that have ever walked the face of the earth but that's complete garbage. There's no way. There's no way that's possible because we have evidence of civilizations who built things out of rocks and stones and stuff that are still here. Who knows how many thousands of years later and everything that we've built in the last, since the industrial revolution is just gone. Like it's gone in a hundred years, 200 years. It's all gone. All the freeways, all the, the super skyscrapers and shit. That shit's just gone. It doesn't even exist anymore <laughs> in a couple hundred years, not even talking about, 10,000 or whatever, but there's stuff from 10,000 years ago, like Gobekli Tepe, that just blows the fucking whole uh, out of Africa shit to pieces because Gobekli Tepe was 12,000 years ago, at least what they've excavated so far. And it seems to go way deeper than that. So that's what the that's what the age is on the Bosnian pyramid complex as well, like twelve thousand. Exactly, and we don't even know what the fuck is in Antarctica because there's been a treaty around exploring Antarctica that the whole world, like a hundred and thirty superpower countries, have all agreed that because of the penguins, nobody's allowed to go to Antarctica without the permission of everybody. 
if you go look at like the Smithsonian website, the official website, or like archaeology magazine, like official archaeological uh, journals and shit, yeah. they swear up and down that the uh, Bosnian pyramid complex doesn't exist, that it's a hoax, that these people are finding what they're looking for and digging out shapes that 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 fit what they're seeking, and yeah, that it's not real, and that it's a dangerous. It's a dangerous. Uh, hoax that's dangerous for the people because people come out from all over the world and it's like like holy shit they just don't want people to look at it and like there's footage i've seen people walking around inside of it they found the earliest known european writings inside of this, this pyramid complex nope not real fuck that there's no way it could yeah, be real like, nah, it's, all, it's all a hoax it can't be real because we already decided what the reality is and so if yeah. it's outside of the reality then it doesn't yeah. exist anyway yeah, it just, it just breaks else? too much of the historical narrative yeah, that's the thing. Everything is a narrative. Everything is a fucking story that somebody's telling us. And it's like, if it doesn't fall inside of this story that whoever's in charge right now says it is, then it doesn't exist. And it's yeah. just a, a phenomena, you know, anomaly. It's an anomaly. <laughs> what do you mean anomaly? Well, it happened, but <laughs> it happened and everybody knows it and it's completely provable, but it doesn't fit in the story. So it's an like anomaly. Like when the Pentagon released all their UFO files and stuff, it's like, yeah, that's a thing in the world now, but uh, we just don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the fucking... We yeah. still make fun of people for, for wearing tinfoil hats or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no. And there's no such thing as tinfoil anymore. It's all fucking aluminum. And that shit is a receptor of frequency. So all you're going to do putting aluminum on your head is bring more of the guy brainwashing frequency. I never understood what the point was. Were they trying to block aliens or were they trying to communicate with aliens? Like, is it, a, is it an antenna or is it a shield? I don't know. I think it's a seal. Like, I think that the people knew that there was millimeter wavelength frequencies even way back then and that you didn't want other people sh shooting things at you. Like, you know about Isaac Cappy, right? Isaac yeah, Cappy. Yeah, just got capped. He, he got, he committed suicide. But he got pushed off a bridge and then a truck hit him. Yeah, he, you know, he did that all by himself. Like he went to the middle of nowhere in Route 66. <laughs> yeah. He picked a random bridge, a, tw a 20 foot, a 20 foot bridge, which will kill nobody. I mean, it'll, it'll break some shit, but I've jumped off of 20 foot stuff before and it hurts like a motherfucker. But um, he jumped in front of a truck. Yeah, the truck, the truck hit him and disappeared. The truck doesn't exist anymore. But that all happened. And it happened in the middle of nowhere. And it happened a couple of weeks after him saying that I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. <laughs> and it happened um, maybe two months after he listed a whole bunch of people saying that they were all involved in some kind of like pedophile uh, trafficking ring. And that they love to fuck kids. And he listed, I don't know how many it was, like 30 people. But most of those people... And they, they were people he knew, though. Like, yeah. these were... That's why he got killed. For sure. You're not allowed to talk about it. The first rule yeah. of the like, pedophile club like is you don't very... talk about the pedophile club. Yeah. Yeah. So he um, committed suicide. He um, named, like, some crazy people, like Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg and... and and people we all know and love and um since he died after that and he talked a lot about epstein and since he died after he died the flight logs of epstein came out and like more than half of the people that he named were on those fucking logs you know what i mean like they were on the list of people that flew to an island that all of the locals called pedophile island 
And so the people that live around there call it pedophile island and he's a convicted pedophile. Then, you know, it just gives all this other credence to everything else Kathy said before he committed suicide. Like the last guy that could have outed a bunch of people. Seems like anybody that could out a bunch of people just dies somehow. Yeah, if they, if especially if they know if they know the people involved, like a lot of people are out there talking shit, but if they don't really know them, I don't think they're in danger. Yeah, I mean, unless you start getting a following, or you know, like the people that have made documentaries and things like that. Like, anytime you start doing something that is going to attract a lot of attention, you're gone. I mean, yeah, that Malpi Buddha dude is in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious, man. Everybody's like, how long till Ghislaine Maxwell or what Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell dies? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You're calling me a conspiracy theorist a couple weeks ago and now you're like <laughs> placing bets on this fucking bitch's life. <laughs> Who's going to kill her then if it's not a conspiracy? Seriously, a year ago, bringing up pedophiles in the government or Hollywood would get you just laughed at. People just mock you and just fucking law react everything. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, okay. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And more people are like picking up the torch, you know, and like, what about this though? What about this? What about this thing? Well, this is really weird, right? Like this whole Wayfair thing. It's like, like maybe it's all an accident, but how do you have like 37,000 fucking coincidences in one accident? It's like yeah. you, you did that on, even if it's not true, you did this on purpose, you know? Yeah, but you saw that, that, video of the little girl right where she says wayfair yeah i just saw a fucking picture of a dude that was picked up in a human trafficking sting the other day and he was wearing a wayfair shirt and <laughs> his mugshot yeah <laughs> and so i mean i've never even heard of wayfair like yeah, me neither right like where the fuck was this place it's not amazon it's not none of these things but all of a sudden there's just like pounds and pounds and big huge piles of evidence that these people are doing really and if they're not if they're not if they've never trafficked a single kid but they have the ability to pay for a thirteen thousand dollar pillow on their website then if somebody pays for that pillow do you be like oops i'm sorry that was a mistake or do you take their money or is it some kind of laundering scheme so that people that sell a lot of drugs can just put the money through wayfair and then get their product or whatever it is something really fucking weird is going on you know no matter also, what also it's in wikileaks so it's been like an issue for a long enough time that like there's fbi files on it and shit well you saw the walkout like they were providing beds for the detention centers and the detention centers lose on average like two thousand kids a year you know what i mean oh wayfair had a walkout Oh, they sure. had a walkout in 2017. Their employees found out that they were. I remember that. I remember that. I just didn't. I didn't associate it with Wayfair. I remember the companies that doing that. Yeah, because they're selling beds to the migrant detention centers. And they're like, we don't want to be a part of this horribleness. But really, yeah, the, also... the migrant detention centers that very, very likely seem to be trafficking children. Yeah, I mean, all of it, like all government organizations that deal with children like what is the other one the one that puts you into foster care and stuff i'm going to open a beer and it's going to make child noise. child protection services child C protective. cps and the foster care system and all of this government regulated 
systems, they lose fucking tons of kids. And of course, you're yeah. dealing with difficult kids that are going to run away and shit like that. But yeah. like the people that are in charge of it have been convicted of pedophile charges like the ones that are yeah it's like the it's like the catholic church the position draws in predators exactly it's like appealing, this fucking it's appealing to predators maria teresa you know she was like a saint all growing up anytime somebody took a picture with maria teresa i was like oh you're a good person and you're out there saving the world but it turns out they were turning like a hundred million dollars a year in in human trafficking maria teresa's uh nunneries and her <laughs> fucking child organizations she was really just a fucking pimp Damn, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. That's what it's like. Like all the people that you believe in, that's what the, like, I hate it. Like, I've always just been anti religion and stuff, but it just keeps coming back to the Bible over and over again. It's like, if you have false idols, then you're going to be destroyed. Like, you're going to put all your faith into this person, and it's going to come out that this person was not a good person. Like, they're doing horrible shit, you know? Yeah, like Gandhi. Exactly. Gandhi was a fucking cunt. He beat the shit out of his wife. <laughs> Osho. Exactly. He was raping everybody, man. He was probably the John of God of the fucking 60s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's all like uh, that. That's why you can't have false uh, idols. But you can't believe in Jesus either because that whole story is fucking crazy. Like, even if you, like, look into Ram Das too much, like, that dude was, like, fucking his, his people at the ashram. It was kind of a sex cult. Yeah, I mean, Joe Rogan says it a lot. It's like anytime you start concentrating power in a person, especially a dude, he's like, it's almost always is going to start channeling that power towards himself. You know, that's just like, almost like it's our human nature. That <laughs> Just like the chimpanzees, you know, like the, the dude that can is going to get all the girls because he can't and he's going to do whatever he can to do that and by having the girls he gets the most food and everything else and everybody's taking care of him and he gets all his fleas picked out because girls are awesome and they just take care of everything but it seems like we just keep going back to this fucking nature thing where that human beings left alone um, would do some pretty horrible shit you know as soon as you, nobody's looking at him <laughs> as soon as you get your own little power base yeah and and Birds of a feather, birds of a feather, birds of a feather. Like feather. Certain, certain places will draw certain types of people and they find each other. Yeah. And there's crazy strength in numbers. They're getting ballsy. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I feel like they own the all of the media, like all of it. Like they can literally do whatever they want because they control public opinion and they, they've been... I don't know who... Who they is, but there's definitely the media is definitely consolidated into a very small number of people that own everything. Yeah. And when you really like go deeper into it and you look at the music industry and this whole thing that happened in the 90s, like rap music went from being something about like rhythm and timing and good beats and stuff. And then like, yeah, I believe it immediately changed to fucking thugging and killing people crack. and crack and selling drugs and selling coke and fuck bitches get money and fuck bitches and then slap them if they act wrong and beat the, the shit out of them needed, needed an advertisement they needed a publicity campaign for crack yeah but the people that own all of those labels the ones that were pushing this gangster rap 
are owned by BlackRock and these motherfuckers that own all the prisons. You know what I mean? So they were literally doing a really yeah. BlackRock, look it up. These mother it's BlackRock and Viacom. Viacom is like owned by another one of the other big prison companies. And they're an international prison company. They have prisons in South America and North America and the United States. And, and they made rap music. Everything you've heard from rap music in the past 30 years has gone through this filter of how can we get more slaves? Because it, even in the Constitution of the United States, it says that slavery is illegal unless you've been convicted of a crime or whatever. And you can do, use slavery as a way to pay for the crime. So they just made more crimes. And they're also they're also removing voters. Yep. Getting slaves and removing voters. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of that shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I, in these days, I hated Donald Trump. And I know I'm being played by all these fucking people. I know it. I know QAnon has got to be some kind of controlled opposition and that he's not really uh, getting all these pedophiles. Because if you just look at, like, Ghislaine, Ghislaine's charges. There's no fucking a child charge on that whole yeah. list. Even though the kids all said that she was worse than Epstein. Like she put on the the leather and got the whips out and beat the shit out of them and fucked them too. Like she was fucking the kids too. But the charges are perjury and trafficking minors across state lines and and there's like five or six of them. But none of them are having sex with a child. You know, she's not a rapist. She's not even going on a fucking list if she gets convicted of all of her charges. You know, she's not a sex offender. She's like an organized crime person or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like they're just giving us little little bits and pieces because they know we got onto something, but they're really not actually doing anything about it. You know? Yeah, she's probably just going to retire to some Israeli beach or something private compound somewhere there's not even a mugshot dude yeah there's no mugshot yeah <laughs> where the fuck is she what, what how do you get arrested and not have a mugshot yeah yeah and they keep talking about how they're scared of her getting assassinated so they're moving around a lot that just Get assassinated by who? Like, just put a fucking SEAL team in there. Who's going to break through? And put cameras all around her. And put cameras all in the hallways around her. So anybody approaching her is on camera. Like, stream it. Live stream. No shit. That's obvious. Let's watch her together. Exactly. (laughs) The most notorious pedophile. And her defense is like, no, you're, you're, you're placing me in Jeffrey's spot. It's like, bitch, you have a submarine license. You live on an island with a fucking convicted pedophile that trafficked thousands of girls. We're not substituting you. You're fucking equally guilty. That's like she's trying to post bail. Like she's not a flight risk. Like five million dollars, just bailing me out. Bitch, you can't go anywhere. You have to stay wherever you're at, and we need to know what's going on because if she's already there. Fucked. If she's if there. She's but how do we even ask that question? Like, what kind of world do we live in where we have to ask the question that the person that the FBI arrested is really arrested? We live in a world where she has connections with the people who own the world. So she gets what she wants. 
Well, where do you buy a world at? Is there a fucking like an eBay store or something? Like, how do I get a world? <laughs> the uh, there's a interview with Lord Rothschild where he's talking about that acquisition of the the Palestine territory. Yeah, and he called it like one of the most uh, like he basically said it was luck. He's like, we lucked out. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we scooped this up cheap. <laughs> and he's like, ah. it's called the Belfort doc, Belfort Declaration or something like that. You know what I'm talking about. I don't think I just watched. But I, I've listened to that guy talk before, and everything he says was like, yeah. I mean, as long as we convince the whole world that everything they believe is a lie. We got this shit. Yeah, it, he he basically just said, "Yeah, we looked out." <laughs> score, ground score. The Louisiana like, Purchase version. Yeah, too. like the Louisiana. <laughs> that was a Alaska. good fucking deal. We just bought half a country. Yeah. Alaska. <laughs> yeah. The deal is, if you have the most powerful military in the world, you get to make your own deals. That's the deal. <laughs> But here's the deal. You give us the country for this much money or you all die. What do you think? Okay, we got a deal. Also, when you have everybody in your pocket because of like this this blackmailing shit that they do, then you just you can just own individuals. Judges, whole groups, whole groups of them. Yeah. Because that's the thing about um hierarchies you know like what in this country isn't a hierarchy which university doesn't take its orders from somebody above somebody above somebody above so as long as you get that guy you get that one guy at harvard the one guy at Yale, the one guy on the cruise ship or whatever the destroyer the one guy here the one guy there if you have these this select group of people in your pocket then you can really change the whole world without people even realizing it you know what i mean yeah, and it's been going on for so long. It's old. It's not like you, it's not like something that need, that's something new that's being engineered. It's something very ancient that's being maintained. Yep, for sure. Have you ever um, read the book? I think it's Walter Bramley, and um, he's like a Freemason or something. But he he talks about all the religions of the world as custodial or rogue religions like buddhism was a rogue religion because there was just some people that realized how to interact with reality in a way and so they like prescribed all these different ways that you can purposefully interact with the reality to get this experience and that's buddhism there's no like guru or leader or, or like hierarchy or anything but then you have these custodial religions like catholicism and hinduism now and all the stuff that there's some higher power like angels or aliens or some fucking shit that's like coming down and literally coming down from heaven in the stories to tell us like how to do these certain civilized things. And really they're just guiding us and pitting one group against the other. Like if you take all the Judeo-Christian religions, which are, I don't know what percentage of the world right now, but um, Judaism and Christianity and um, the islamic faith are most of the people in the world and they all have the same god and they all have almost the same basic tenets and all of the stuff is exactly the same except for like a few key differences well it's I the mean, same first five books in the bible anyway yeah it's same all ba based off of that but the 
other part, the rest of the book, pit us all against each other. So they can literally play us like a fucking... Sort of. It's more of like the way that the books are interpreted by people who would choose to play us against each other. Well, I think the people that are playing us against each other, going back to the ancient thing, I think these people wrote the fucking books. Like, at least they took all the books and edited them in a certain way that all they had to do was inflame this one part and and the Jews and the Christians would attack the Muslims. And then they inflamed it's this kind of like part. It's kind of like they're playing Risk. It is exactly like that. <laughs> it's exactly like they're playing Risk. And they set up, like, because we're talking about, I think, thousands of years. Maybe not that long, maybe hundreds and hundreds. But whoever took control, took control understanding psychology of of the masses and mob mentality and all this stuff and Hegelian dialect and all of this and they put it together in a way and they just like run us back and forth run us back and forth against each other and now the Jews are fighting the Christians and now the Christians are fighting the Muslims and now the Muslims and the Christians are fighting the Jews and then the Jews and the Muslims are fighting the Christians and they just like keep aiming us at each other because we never realize that there's somebody else there that is doing all this and it's not very many people and we could just all turn around and go kill those people and figure it out for ourselves it's not like violence is going to disappear or anything but these world wars are going to disappear <laughs> you know like these international conflicts this black life matter kind of stuff is going to disappear because it's not being orchestrated from some other place you know because it's not being orchestrated by what from some other place like there's not these people with control of the media and control of the government that are just pushing and pushing this narrative of black people versus white people right now yeah. specifically it's being pushed by the media anytime the media has a focused narrative i'm just like oh god why what are they what are they doing what are they up to Bullshit. what what is this manipulation about yep exactly I mean, and, and when Hollywood and the media start agreeing on stuff, like, all at once, it's like, okay, yeah. this, is, this is something We're to be opposed at all costs. <laughs> That's where I start. Like, this is definitely bullshit. I don't know why, but let's figure it out, because they're lying. Yeah. That's my stance. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the media doesn't report news. They, they create circumstances for us to, to react to in yeah. engineered ways. And the thing people fall back on is like, no, they're just trying to get ratings. Like it's all about ratings and you gotta, you know, get people watching to make money and stuff. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not about ratings. That's not what they're doing. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like like Google deleting or, or Alphabet or YouTube or whatever you want to call them, deleting all of these um conspiracy accounts and conservative accounts and all these things, like wiping them off, demonetizing them. And Google lost like thirty billion dollars or something by all the people that they wiped off. And they would never do that if it was a actual capitalistic en endeavor, you know, that was responsible to its shareholders and all this shit. They would never do that. They only did that because they're not a capitalistic endeavor. They're, they're controlled and they're trying to force their version of what is happening on all of us. They also, they also kind of encourage uh, wild wild conspiracy stuff until something is specifically is like becomes a hot topic and then those people get removed but like under normal circumstances if you're if you're a conspiracy person you get your numbers pushed harder in the algorithms selling videos on youtube really yeah that's interesting 
but they also not going to protect you if, if they come under fire. So they're just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Our advertisers don't want this kind of content. Goodbye forever. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> don't Thanks try to start a new account with this email address. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, it, man. It's a, it's a cancel fucking culture. Like, you can be destroyed for anything now. And they're turning on their own. They're turning on um, Hollywood actors and anybody who isn't saying exactly what you're supposed to say and make sure you're wearing a mask in any of your public appearances and do all of these things and check all of these boxes and then you're all right. You can keep yeah. going for another week or two. Yeah, as long as you're presenting the correct image. Yeah, the whole time. So we're, yeah. we're doing that, me and you right now, because we don't have masks on, but we're in our own rooms, in our own places. There's no people around us. So we got at least, you know, 10 feet social distancing. That's really- At least. Look at us, saving America. Doing our part. <laughs> Heroes. Yeah, we are. And I feel really good about myself every time I never go outside. When I do go outside, I wear a mask, but I wear it sideways. So I have big holes on the side. <laughs> but that's just because I'm an asshole and I, I would rather kill everybody than be doing what Hollywood and the media tell me to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're an animal. You're a I monster. I know. And I know that that's wrong and that I'm not going to make it very far in the world with that attitude. Like Mexico is talking about legislation. That's where I'm at to um, disallow having, a, having facial hair. Because it's a, you could spread COVID with your facial hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fucking Guatemala if that happens or whatever. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, I saw somebody trying to um, call all of this a, a cult ritual, and started going, started describing like how it kind of it kind of is like the way it's like forcing everybody to change their behavior and constantly be reminded and i mean it's kind of like the way indoctrination into a cult goes like the way they make you like shave your head change your name can't talk to your friends anymore yeah. can't talk to your family no more like distance yourself from everything and follow new rules yeah when when you when you're changing all these things at once people become more susceptible to a brand new system yeah, that's what the we trolle, um, we sharica, the like the last tribe in Mexico that still uses peyote as a sacrament, mm -hmm. and th and they lived in um, Real de Catorce area in San Luis Potosi, and their history goes that uh, the peyote, the cactus, told them like, hey, these motherfuckers are about to show up and they're about to wreck your whole life, so you got to get out of here. And so they left, like they walked for 50 or 60 days up way into the mountains. And now they all live in this very secluded place in the middle of the mountains where nobody wants to be and nobody ever conquered. And so they maintained their uh, religion and their language and everything and their ceremonies and everything. And whenever, like now today, they have to, like for the past 100 or 150 years they've been once a year walking back to the desert where they all their peyote grows where they used to live and then like collecting it and doing this big ceremony next to their sacred mountain where they say they were born from but then they go back to where they're safe up in the mountains and and even today like missionaries try to come and convert them and stuff and they build build a church in the area 
and the the we totally say that yeah we'll fucking go to your church or whatever um because they're you know they're giving them money and they're building houses and they're building facilities and all this stuff like yeah we'll do that but in order for us to do that you have to come with us on our peyote trip like uh, we'll it will not listen to anybody that hasn't been with us on our on our fucking initiation and they never make it the christians never make it they go and stuff but they never come back christians and they never come back willing to so the wicholis always end up burning the fucking churches down and just continuing the way that they were and um they do the same thing like they when they're doing their walk into the mountains they into the desert they rename everything like the grass is not the grass that tree is not that tree anymore you have to like change the name of the tree change the name of the grass change the name of the ground change the name of the sky change the name of everything and they get a new name for everything so after the 30 days of walking and doing like this um, water fast and all this other stuff you get there and then you eat the peyote and do the ceremony and stuff so you've already like recalibrated your entire reality before you ever get to the place and do the ceremony and stuff so it is a ritual and we're all being like forced to take part in it. But if you look at the third world countries of people live like stacked on top of each other and they don't have this kind of media and they don't have this kind of technology and tracking and cell phones and all this stuff and nobody's fucking dying. It's only the places where we have the ability to manipulate all this data that everything is bad. But yeah, the media is creating situations exactly, <laughs> just like right. the numbers, just like the numbers getting jacked up with the fake tests and then the media reporting it more so people go and getting more fake tests with more fake results to give more fake numbers and get more, more people yelling at each other about masks yeah it's that easy like you don't have to have any reality whatsoever you just have to be able to own one part of the system like if you own the test then you control everything that's happening right now you know what i mean like you can decide what the results are just like with voting online or voting by mail or whatever like if there's this big disconnect between the person actually doing the thing like the test or the vote or whatever and the decision then there's all this room in the middle to just manipulate everything like anybody that's ever been around a computer knows that you can like somebody that really knows computers can get onto your computer install a program that you don't even know exists and can watch everything that you've ever done or ever do or ever everything without you ever knowing about it and can change it. I can change your email after you send them and stuff like that. Like it's that easy if you, it's just ones and zeros, you know? So if you're better at ones and zeros, then you can- I watched, I watched somebody hack a voting machine in less than like two minutes on uh, John Oliver's show. Right? It's a piece of cake. I mean, even the, even the physical counting of votes is hackable. Like if you control enough of the people that make the decisions or whatever that count the votes, then you can do that too. We have the technology to make it secure too. Just like use, use Bitcoin like with blockchain. Yep. And everybody has an ID. You don't even have to know who their ID is. Like nobody knows who anybody else's ID is, but you know that they're secure and you can vote like that. It's possible. It's possible, but it's it's that would be actual democracy, which is not existed forever. It's never existed. So I mean, like, I think of the United States as a republic. You know, like I understand democracy on the local level, but the United States is not a democracy because if you have fifty fifty one percent of the people being able to decide anything for an entire country, and you have 
almost all of those people concentrated in cities where their way of life is a very specific thing and they like it whenever their trash is taken care of and their uh, food is taken care of and their medicine is taken care of and all this stuff is taken care of. But that doesn't really expand to everybody else, like the people that actually provide for all the people that live in the cities, you know, like the ones growing all the stuff and producing all the stuff and, and actually living a free life on their own terms that if you apply it across the board democracy, then all you're gonna get is a world that is the world that the people that live in the cities want, and not the world that the people that live in the places that create everything that provides for the cities want. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's also uh, operating under this huge assumption that, that the people are represented at all. Yeah. Which I don't, think, I don't think that people are really represented by the representatives at all <laughs> no like I don't think what anybody's is, being represented other than the, the the billionaires what is our recourse besides writing a letter <clears throat> to your senator or congressman <laughs> that's all you can do i'm gonna write a letter <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean <laughs> that's it right that's our only recourse that's the only thing that um taxpayers can do besides forming a mob and burning shit is uh, our votes, I guess, like in the first place, supposedly. We could but. work towards we could work towards developing a free decentralized internet for one. That would be a big thing. Yeah, but how decentralized? Like, do we kill all the pedophiles, or do we let the pedophiles be pedophiles because it's free and open? And then, so you already made a rule. <laughs> Well, I mean, if the pedophiles are going to be free and open, they got to deal with the, the repercussions of people knowing who the fuck they are. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to change the whole justice system because it's like, okay, well, this guy just said he wanted to, like, he tried to buy a little kid. And we know that for sure. So should we just as a group, like, in the app, decide who's going to go over there? Like, who who is nearby? <laughs> grab your rifle let's go take care of this guy <laughs> that's the thing like i love the idea of voluntarism like that you can take part if you want to like you can pay your taxes and use the roads and stuff but if you don't want to you can just go live in this place that decided not to take part and y'all can build your own fucking roads and do your own damn thing and um yeah it time. would be awesome if, if anarchy was like a place we could go escape to <laughs> yeah exactly like a summer camp <laughs> Just, just like a, a destination that we could move to, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you could. You could go to Chaz for the month, like for like a week and a half. You could have gone to Chaz and lived in an anarchy utopia. Could have gone and just dove right into the psyop. Yeah. Swan dive into it. Look at me. <laughs> I'm a revolutionary. Where, where, like the city gave that to them. It wasn't even like I they weren't. It. They didn't. They didn't even seize the area. The city was just like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, coincidentally named Capitol Hill, that area, which is also yeah. the name of the place in Washington that makes all the decisions. But that's also the name of the place in Rome that made all of the. Decisions. It's the same name. I wonder why that keeps happening. Capitol Hill just keeps being the place where the same group of fucking inbred bastards make all the decisions. It's, it's, so Capitol Hill's a Roman term? 
Yeah, Capitol Hill is the center of Roman government. And that's also where uh, Trump lives right now and where Congress is and all that stuff. Where they make hang, on, hang on one sec, I got big. Yeah, me too. Let's take a break. I'm not going to pause it or anything. You're going to take a break looking at my shit. God, I hope we recorded all this shit, man. I hope you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you now. I meant to throw on my backup audio record when we started this, but I didn't. But this program seems to be recording. Cool. Do I do I do I sound like a tele telephone conversation? It's um no, it's better than that, but you can tell that the direction of the microphone is very pointed. You know what I mean? Like you don't, I don't know. You're in, it's not a whole whole sound. It's like just that your voice coming through, like your phone is picking it up when you talk. Gotcha. But this is my second episode, and the first one I did by myself with my shirt off while I was pretty drunk. So <laughs> we're doing better. <laughs> are you are you hosting this anywhere? Um, yeah, I'm going to put it up on YouTube on my channel and then maybe start doing something with the audio and Stitcher or uh, Spotify or something like that. But yeah, I just want to get like really like three or four conversations recorded and then be able to have some kind of schedule instead of putting it out everywhere and being like, maybe sometime next year you'll see me again. So it's trying yeah, to, cool. you know what I mean? Like get the discipline down that I'm actually going to do this shit on a regular basis. I'm trying to get other people and uh, line something up so that I stay with it. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm trying to get something similar going myself. What else are we going to do, man? You can't even go outside. You can't get more than 10 people together. <laughs> you got to figure out something with a fucking computer and a microphone. Yeah. I basically just want to play video games and point a camera at me and like make edit together all the footage of my friends and I talking shit because it's hilarious. You're already doing <laughs> it. You're already doing it. Like if you it's, can... it's, it's good content. 
Exactly. And if you really look at the people that have made it big in the past 10 years, like I just laughed at all the parents saying like, don't play video games. You're wasting all your time. And what are you doing on YouTube all the time? You're just wasting all your time. Like, oh, wait a second. This is the only job that pays money anymore. <laughs> people that yeah. can get on YouTube and the internet and talk to people and um, generate some kind of ad revenue. <laughs> That's the only way my to get sister, paid. My sister's, my sister's kid wants to be a YouTuber and she's, she's encouraging it. She got his back. Yeah, I mean, what does that mean? I understand, I understand the impetus, you know, because like looking at yourself in the camera all the time and um, trying to do something with that. But that's every person that ever made it in Hollywood, every famous comedian, every fucking talk show host, all of these people, even to the, you know, the famous athletes that you know about, they did some kind of work in front of the camera so that they could be charismatic and be able to deal with the world at large in a way that is digestible. And that's what it means being a YouTuber. If you're going to make money with YouTube, that means that you're going to be able to appeal to a large audience, which means that applies in every other aspect of your life. You know, like you can get your message out there and have it received. But there's some stupid shit, too, <laughs> that gets really fucking famous. And people have no talent, no capability, no whatever. They're just so stupid or so obnoxious or whatever that it works too. Also, it's really toxic in the way that a large part of the YouTube community just thrives on talking shit about each other. Yeah. It's just kind of like a big gossip circle. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's a gossip circle inside of a controlled experiment that only lets some people talk <laughs> and other than that. And so it's yeah. like an engineered gossip circle. Like what happens if we put all these people together? You know, like the, yeah. the Facebook algorithms that just pop stuff up in your feed that they know you're going to get pissed off about. <laughs> they admitted to doing that because you react more when you're mad. So they just like fill your feed full of shit that is uh, toxic on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's also weird to just to watch all these people who are scared of navigating the minefield of social justice. They don't even, they're, they don't, you can tell they're not really speaking their mind. They're just like carefully selecting their words and trying to not offend anybody by wording things in the most socially conscious way. Yeah. That's the point. That's the whole design. That's, that's the model. Yeah. As, just as like make sure everybody behaves behaves according to today because now they're canceling people for stuff eight years ago like that was normal eight years ago but now it's not it's bad yeah. <laughs> what we, you don't, we don't believe in reform or context <laughs> all we need is a flash in history and you're fucked you're fucked so i i for sure am fucked like i have physically put a lot of stuff out there on my social medias and all respects that um, could be canceled a million times over. So I'm already starting this off from the point of thinking that nobody's ever going to see it <laughs> because I've already burned all those bridges. Like I'm already on the list. I've yeah, already talked about all the untalked about groups and I've already, you know, said what I think about white privilege and all these things. Like I've already done that. So I'm just um, doing this, I guess, as therapy now or just to <laughs> have a record of my thought process as it, as it, develops because I've changed my mind on a lot of things and it keeps happening the more information that I get and it's going to happen again and everything that I think now I know is not going to be true someday 
<laughs> it's always been that way. Yeah, I've been definitely at like 20 years ago, I used to be very, very emotional about like George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I thought like, yeah. He was the devil. And now I'm just, now he seems like a pretty nice dude. <laughs> yeah, like, let's have a beer, Bush. This shit's crazy, right? <laughs> let's talk about your art. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you did some really good shit back in the like Self-reflective, like, paintings in the bathroom and stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you really talking about, George? <laughs> who, is the, who is the real W? <laughs> And we all made some flash decisions that looking back now, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. George was one of the better ones. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I used to be so triggered. So triggered. Ugh, and I thought people who didn't vote for the Democratic Party were garbage and I wanted nothing to do with them. And if they like if they even indicated that they weren't voting Democrat, I was just like I hated them with from the core of my being. It's like you're yeah. trash. You shouldn't exist. <laughs> Fucking hope your children die. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, like that's like some shit you grow out of, you know. But you never stop seeing it in everybody around you. Yeah, but some people apparently never grow out of it, right? Yeah. What did you just eat? Probiotics. Good. That's a good thing to eat. Oh yeah, I have to. If I have, if I don't eat them all day, my immune system starts attacking my body, and like, I'll die. How much time do you spend in the woods? These days, not much. Yeah, you got to get to the woods, bro. You got to get on the farm. That's where all the probiotics live. They live in my freezer. My freezer. Refrigerator. <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's good. I buy, I buy little bottles of them. I have to, I have to eat like probably... 10, 12 of those pills a day. If I don't like my immune system, just attacks myself. I can all from all angles. That's really intensive. Yeah, it, it took me a while to figure out. Like, it got bad for a while. What were you doing like before? How did you maintain it before all the probiotics? Um, corticosteroids, prednisone. Wow. So you should just get inflamed right away um my skin will start boiling like it feels like it's on fire and then it starts blistering and it 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 cracks it depending on where where, where on the surface of my skin is acting up but it it spreads and it'll be my whole body real quick and it weeps it bubbles up there'll be little clusters of bubbles that will join into a big bubble, like, and then I'll just have like a big bulbous things all over my my flesh, like hives, that are, but uh, that are weeping, that are weeping, kind of like super advanced poison ivy. While at the same time, my like intestines will be dissolving, yeah, like literally dissolving, and like like all of my internal guts are bleeding into each other and leaking into each other, and fluids going places they shouldn't. Dude, be. that sounds fu- like you start melting if you don't take enough microorganisms. Mm-hmm. I literally, I literally start decomposing. How do we get there? My immune system is fucked. I don't know. Doesn't it's sound a, like a I, like a I Darwinistic evolutionary trait. Uh, no, I blame it on um, probably the Vaccines. shit like glyphosate. Yeah, the, that's everywhere. The, everywhere, yeah, and like forever chemicals in the environment that that are poisoning us. Shit like that. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Like 
people have all this gluten intolerance and shit. Yeah. It's, all allergies. That's because we're opinion. poisoned. That's because we're poisoned. Like uh, the poisoning just like wore my immune system down, and I'm fucked. What do you think about chemtrails? Do you think they're literally dumping poisons on us on purpose? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, people have, people have like collected samples. There's all kinds of shit in there. And you know, like the whole story of contrails is like that's like saying "fuck it, swamp gas." Like nobody, like shut up with your contrails. It's, it's even stupider than swamp gas because swamp gas is like that that UFO sighting that happened in Jackson County on this time was because of swamp gas. But saying that contrails is the reason <laughs> that our skies are crisscrossed with fucking weird ass diagonal clouds is way more obvious and stupid than swamp gas somewhere at some time. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's a whole another level of, like, that's the thing that I, I completely don't understand about all the normies is that that shit was released, you know, by the CIA and the federal government. Like, yeah, we've been doing that since the 70s. And these are the fucking things that we're spraying. And people are still like, no, that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's not because this here, there's a file. There's a, there's a dot gov fucking link. That no, says the that government this, website. Yeah. Like, no. People are like, huh, yeah, like I'm going to believe YouTube or like I'm going to believe, <laughs> I'm going to believe that libertarian blog or whatever source you're, you know, like posting that that's linking the government. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, right. Like I'm going to believe that. Well, you I'm get gonna your, to, I'm going to stick to MSN things. <laughs> you get your information off the internet. God, you're retarded. Yeah. Who, who doesn't get their information directly filtered through a billion-dollar corporation that has international ties with all these other? Oh my God, dude! The, the the justifications people people use for for ignoring like actual information, they're like, oh, I would never ever accept information from YouTube. Like, there's citations, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's my like, God. On YouTube, the scientist from the CERN laboratory is on YouTube giving his fucking dissertation about what just happened in yeah. the experiment. <laughs> it's on YouTube. You can look at that. It's the same guy. Like he's from CERN. He has all of his just like no, but it came off of YouTube. So Yeah, YouTube. That's could be could be false. Real. Yeah, you never know. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> that could be that could be his clone in a laboratory. We just don't know. We don't know. We can't trust it. We have no idea. It's better just to, it's better just to believe the billionaire corporations. Yeah, it's better. It's just you just shouldn't take that information no. in. It's gonna confuse you, and then you're gonna start acting like one of them hippies. Exactly. You're gonna be buying crystals. You're it's gonna poison your mind. You're on your way to the desert in Arizona for no reason. You're fucked. So just keep drinking the fucking Kool Aid. Keep doing what you're told. Just listen to all your friends and family. But it's hard, man. Like even my even Joe Rogan every day is talking about masks and vaccines and how this is the only way forward. Like if only everybody was tracking every person that went to every comedy show and then from then on everywhere they ever went after that and every person they contacted. Like if you have one case of COVID in a fucking football stadium full of people, then now you have the legal responsibility to track the 
track the cell phone of every single person in that stadium and everybody they met in the next 14 days, which now extrapolates into millions of people immediately. Joe's preaching this? Yeah, it's just one fucking person in a stadium full of people. And then every person that that stadium full of people meets over the next three or four days. Joe is saying this is necessary to track people like this? Joe was saying today in his his, uh, fight companion that he did uh, about the vaccines. Like, if only we had a vaccine. Like, you know, it's already been six months and we almost have a vaccine. I was like, how the fuck do you almost have a vaccine in six months? Like, we've had AIDS for 30 fucking years. (laughs) We still don't know what to do about AIDS. And you're just going to like... We still don't have a functioning... We've never been able to have a functioning flu vaccine. Exactly. Or cold vaccine. The fucking flu, the cold, all the stuff we've had forever, but no. Herpes, herpes, HPV, they like the HPV vaccine kills people. There's a class action lawsuit. Yeah, no, you know where the vaccine courts are, right? Oh, no, no. They set up the vaccine courts. Almost every single suit of vaccines goes directly to the vaccine courts. And the vaccine courts specifically state that the pharmaceutical companies have an absolutely zero liability for anything that happens. And most of the payouts are paid by the American government. So all of our tax money is paying off the people that the pharmaceuticals are, are murdering while they make trillions of dollars. <coughs> and it's awesome. just that, like they just invent diseases, like fucking awesome. shingles, like shingles, man. The shingles isn't even that bad, but we get all these commercials on in the middle of fucking golf tournaments and stuff. But like, look at this guy, he's bent over and he's, Diet. His wife hates him now because he has the shingles. And if only he would have gotten his uh, age fifty shingles vaccine, then he never would. And if you show people the numbers of of like kids dying from these vaccine schedules, they just they think it's fake or they're not going to hear it or like, oh, you're one of those crazy anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxer polio. You deserve polio for for citing SIDS. Baby is dying. What about polio? It was like, bitch, you weren't even alive in polio. I hope you die. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i hope you i hope you catch all of the diseases that vaccines cure all at yeah. once and then yeah. and then that's how you die from all the yeah. vaccine curable diseases that's what they really want for you yeah exactly but yeah. if their vaccines work they'd be like whatever bitch i'm full of fucking uh adamantium so whatever you and like have, these people who get sick after the vaccine they're like this is what happens when people don't get vaccinated enough i was vaccinated and i still got sick and fuck you anti-vaxxers like <laughs> yeah and there's 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 pediatricians coming out saying hey i had eleven thousand fucking clients in the past 15 years and the and the kids that never took one vaccine ever are the, my healthiest kids by far for sure hands down 100 percent and that shit exists out there, but you'll never see it. You'll never ever see it, even though he's a doctor and he has this huge record of being a good doctor and taking care of people and all the stuff. But as long as his opinion isn't the opinion, it doesn't matter whatsoever. And uh, on the contrary, he will get blocked and banned off social media and he's not allowed to talk anymore. That's how it is. There's a lot of different stories, you know, like vaccines, I think, work for people that. Um, <coughs> Are going to be living in a bubble somehow, but other than well, that, it depends on it depends on what you're vaccinating against. There's certain types of things you just can't vaccinate. Yeah, and what is the what is the like cause? Like, what do you get out of vaccination? Like, what damage do the vaccines cause? Is it even is it better than what happens if you actually get the disease? Really, and a lot and of like, what's up with 
what's up with stacking like 25 of them? Like that's a lot of fucking poisons that you're in, like introducing at once. And how do you introduce them? Into the fucking bloodstream. Do you know what else gets introduced directly into your bloodstream? Nothing ever. Every yeah, all- they're injecting viruses and like Roundup and mercury and like all this shit. Like, exactly. <laughs> like it's and people just- defend it like lol. If you post the ingredients, you get like a thousand lol reacts. Yeah. Like just people are gonna like yeah, bully the shit out of you. You stupid bastard. About dead babies and ingredients. <laughs> How dare you talk about the stuff that we're injecting into our babies on purpose, <laughs> voluntarily? Did you see that the the number of SIDS deaths has reduced by 250, 250 deaths per week because parents are afraid of no it's the- it's a miracle it's <laughs> not it has nothing to do with that it's just a it's a miracle jesus decided that we already had enough trouble with covid and so he's like you know what the SIDS yeah, shit, gonna quit I'm killing gonna, the babies you for, guys a while, gonna, for a little while don't get used to it don't get a little break <laughs> but after this covid dead Babies. Everywhere. Babies. Left and right. Yeah. They're coming back. Don't get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. They deserve, that's they deserve it for not getting enough vaccinated. Not getting vaccinated yeah. soon enough. <laughs> they should have been they should have been prenatally vaccinated. They should have <laughs> really long needles and just go straight to the fetus. Why are we wasting time? It's stupid. It's stupid. We're endangering people. That baby's going to come are. out of the vagina with COVID. It's going to infect everybody. People? Why do you hate people? <laughs> <laughs> inject the inject the fetuses. Yeah, we need to start. We need to start a. I bet we could get like a hundred thousand people at that march, bro. If we did that, we could get a we lot of give, We need to inject the babies with viruses and Roundup and mercury. Yeah. Or we just feed it straight to the mom while she's pregnant. I don't know. That's maybe easier. We could probably make a nice like protein shake with like a like a powder additive. Yeah, a lot of thermosol. Yeah. You gotta have a lot of thermosol in there so that it doesn't it's like a preservative. Like it has mercury, but mostly it just preserves everything so that it doesn't get bad in the meantime. Yeah, just fill mom up with a bunch of diseases and round up. Yeah. And then that'll be like, uh, they'll have to make up a new acronym. It's like instant mother death syndrome. M's, M's. Yeah, but that's only, that's only for the crazies that didn't go through the procedure in the correct way fast yeah. enough. They, they took too much mercury in the first trimester. They should have waited. Yeah, they're just idiots. Yeah, should have read the directions. It's hard to know, though. There's so many, there's these, so many these regulations. These idiots. Yeah. So yeah, we've we've pretty much solved all the world problems, man. Like, what else can we can we tackle right now? So you were um, running under Run DMT for a while, right? When you were making music in Austin, when you could go outside back in the day. Yeah, like ten years ago. So does that mean you have like a, a entheogenic r- relationship with a lot of things? Is that part of your life still, or is that just like a period of time? Oh, um, yeah, that's been a pretty big thing to me for decades, decades. Yeah. And especially back then, especially like back then, I was like, I think we all were on this weird wave. Like Joe Rogan was talking about it all the time. And he started like, it, man. I mean, not really. Terrence McKenna started it, but he picked Terrence up the McKenna fucking and, and uh, Alex Gray. 
Like there was a wave. There was a cultural wave going on. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever make it outside of the um, synthesized product? Did you go do ayahuasca in the jungle or do the zapo, like the DMT straight off the frog's back in Sonora? Go eat some peyote or any of that shit? I have not been to the jungle, but I did meet this dude once from uh, travels around, called himself a shaman, and did his own uh, extractions, and he called it ayahuasca because it's an analog derived from local plant material from Austin the the harmaloid compound as well yeah it was just, it was it was just like a completely it was an analog we called it anawaska we did it in, like we were in the creek bed kind of sucked because it was not comfortable like it's like i needed pillows i don't want to be on rocks never ever yeah it was this yeah. <laughs> also it like body temperature drops a lot and I wasn't prepared for that well enough. Like I should have brought heavier layers to bundle up with. And the only layer that I did bring was <laughs> a hoodie that I didn't realize had cat piss all over it. Damn, so that I, sucks bad. You really yeah, fucked like, that whole thing up, dude. <laughs> yeah, bad, dude. Like my whole experience was that like, I was just a fucking filthy, fucking gross living in a cat box and stinks and my life is a mess and I need to fix up. You know, like I came out of it with a, <laughs> like the, yeah. the need to fix up. <laughs> like if, the, if there was like a questionnaire that you had to answer before your trip and you wanted to decide if you wanted to have a good trip or a bad trip, like you checked a lot of the bad trip boxes. <laughs> like, uh, public place where people can just show up out of nowhere. Check. <laughs> Weird medicine from a random shaman that nobody knows about. Check. <laughs> uh, uncomfortable place. Check. Yeah. Um, yeah. Flows that smell like the urine of an animal. Check. <laughs> yeah. 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 Reckless. Um, reckless set and setting. <laughs> yeah. You fucked up, dude. You broke like two of the three rules for having a decent experience. And even if yeah. you do all three of them, it could still be horrible. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm not saying that it turned me off from uh, doing it correctly. I'm just saying like that's that's as close as I've gotten to to the muy autentico. Yeah. Si, wey. No, entiendo perfecto. I, I did a lot of that shit. Like, I thought I was a shaman for a little while. Like, look, you can mix methamphetamines and mushrooms and you go to a whole other level. It's awesome. You should try it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't end well for me. And probably, <laughs> probably not for anybody that tried it either. So um, I, backed out, I backed out of that realm for a while. <laughs> like, we'll see where it goes. I'm gonna listen to somebody that knows some shit first. Yeah, I don't really like uh, do do much tripping these days very often. Like, I guess I'll like check in every once in a while, but it gets it, with frequency. I think there's like a uh, like a a meter, like a gauge. Yeah, like the Kundalini. Yeah. gauge the meter that starts building you, up you if fucking you're doing, Luciferian, how dare you talk if you're about doing it all the, if you're doing it all the time yeah. that meter starts filling up your little magic gauge <laughs> <laughs> and, um, i prefer not to fill that meter up yeah you already got so, enough going on you already i don't up. want to fill that meter up <laughs> yeah. so to speak so so um if i uh if i 
fuck around, it's gonna be like micro, mm -hmm. occasional. So, yeah. like, have you ever done like the Terrence McKenna epic dose? You know, like five grams and silent darkness kind of thing. Like, oh, sure. Yeah, whatever. Like, actually made a, a work out of it. I like, haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't done Terrence's specific prescription. However, I have had full crossing over experiences from just about every psychedelic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't like filling up the meter. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. I, I don't. I don't think it's uh, a place that everybody should walk either. You know, like you're inviting a lot of things and we as a society in general as a earth in general don't really understand what the fuck is going on and um, from my experience with it is you can um, touch some stuff that you don't understand at all and if you don't have like the psychic wherewithal or whatever it can completely annihilate you <laughs> as a person you know like yeah i've seen it i've seen people lots of people become annihilated because yeah. it's like it's a culture that i stay somewhat immersed in mm -hmm. you know i know people i see things yeah. <laughs> and i see people fall off see people For lose sure. it people just like just i can see them going crazy and then they go crazy and they go crazy <laughs> and i told then, you and I told then, you. They're I told the you. then they're on the news yeah no it's like that man i mean look at us look at all the sober people in the world right now they're all fucking crazy too so you just throw into the mix like hey what about adding this super powerful hallucinogen to your regular already fucking crazy life and see what happens yeah, to, your, to your completely self-absorbed ego that's just gonna just get way worse <laughs> exactly um i think that terence mckenna said it really well talking about it like uh, all like yoga and everything says that it's a practice like your meditation is a practice and you're practicing and you're practicing and it's a practice like all this breathing and uh, maintaining yourself and being focused is a practice for when you actually go on these like hallucinogenic journeys and things that can happen through dancing long enough or not eating food for long enough or enough pain or taking psychedelics or drumming rhythmically for a certain amount of time or chanting in the right frequency long enough like whatever you whatever your method is to transcend it's already there but that's something that is not even included in all of our lives you know what i mean like all this deep ancient history of using our frequency and vibrations and and touching into these other dimensions that are not uh, sensory but our extrasensory but we do have the senses for but they're like retarded because we never use them but they're there you know what i mean like we can experience all these other states but we don't you know like we're afraid of it we're afraid of crazy people people with schizophrenia and stuff like we don't even want to hear about them or what they're going through but what they're going through is like they're just seeing all the stuff that's actually happening all around us all the time that we're just filtering out and I think that the distinction between a mystic or like a, a magician and a schizophrenic is the ability to um, remain grounded and communicate what's going on. Yeah. Like if you if you lose your grip, then you then you're crazy. Like you're no longer you're no longer a mystic. You're a schizo. 
Yeah. But what if we nurtured that in people? Like, hey, you're kind of schizo, but you could be mystical. And all we have to do is like make you feel comfortable. The problem, and... the problem is <clears throat> the immense ego that everybody's going around carrying around, and we can't easily chip it away. And if you if you encourage it in the wrong ways, people become very very uncontrollable. Yeah, that, you can that, go you can go around making a bunch of Voldemort's. Yeah, like you're so powerful. You have the best wand. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you're just awesome. You, you, you can control reality. That's what we've done. Like we literally, as human beings, we're fucking magical, and we can literally control reality, and we can do all this stuff. Like that's that's the Aztec. I mean, they say Aztec, but it's really Olmec or Toltec or one of the really older people's story of creation was that. Um, first they created the wood people and they were worthless. Like they were dumb as fuck and they walked around on four legs. And they and then there was the, the mud people and the corn people. Yeah. yeah, I think we're the corn people. I think the clay people were before us. And um, the clay people, their third eye was all the way open and they were way too powerful and they could just control everything and they could change reality and they're like, oh fuck, this is not going to work. Like they're too emotional and they're too wild and we don't want them to be able to control things. We want them to just fit inside the thing we created and do their part. So they redid us again, wiped everybody out and like exploded the sun or something and started again it with the corn like, people. It sounds, to me, it sounds to me just like different generations of genetic experiments. Me too. Me too. But I don't like going to aliens ever because I, I mean, I think that maybe it's just like humans. Like, <laughs> the, like Kessel, Kesselquadl, Kesselquadl was just like a white dude with with like a Caucasian features. Yeah, they just never seen shit like that before. Yeah, but Kesselquadl also is literally the the sovereign plumed serpent, <laughs> and it's uh, the like. That's why we're getting back to aliens. <laughs> exactly, or, or or fucking dragons. Like maybe it's just the. Um, fantasy version that really there was fucking magical conscious dragons before that went around shaping society and that's why all histories have a story of dragons and there's dragons in china and there's dragons in mexico i think about i think about dragons that that's something that fascinates me why is that such an archetype um the, everything all the big bones and stuff that we found in the earth were dragons until like 1820 when somebody's like no they're dinosaurs and that was it. <laughs> it was like some fucking mason came out and said, they're not dragons, they're dinosaurs. And it was from a time billions and billions of years ago and made up this whole fucking story like they do with everything. But everybody else forever was like, no, nah, those fucking dragons, they blow fire, they're huge, they're reptilian, they can talk, they're magical. <laughs> and that's what everybody says. But we're like, They got nah. piles of gold. <laughs> yeah, they got fucking piles of gold. <laughs> they're greedy bastards, the dragons. You got the single scale missing. Yeah. You got a really good shot. You can't have a good hero hero story without the ability to kill the beast easily because of your grand faith and ability. Like uh, the Jabberwocky. What's that? The Jabberwocky, that's the beast that Alice slayed in Wonderland. Oh, it's not the dancers. Well, that's what they're named after. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have that memory. I don't. I 
I don't think I ever read the book. I think I just watched the Disney pedophile version. The 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 story of Alice slaying the Jabberwocky is actually like an occult thing that that uh, it's called uh, knowledge and conversation with the holy guardian angel. It's this. It's, it's like when you go into pretty much any occult. Uh, initiation the first step is attaining knowledge and conversation with the holy guardian angel yeah. and that, that's when you like that become, you become in touch with your higher self that could be considered like a higher frequency of yourself with that has a higher awareness yeah. and you um, in that state become informed of your like your true will it's like your purpose your dharma you become aware of your purpose on the planet. And before that, you've never had any idea. You've been stumbling around in the dark. So until you achieve knowledge and conversation with the holy guardian angel, you're, you're in the dark. And then you, you, then it's like you receive your assignment and then you, you have, you can go back into your life with awareness of your purpose and your job. And then you start like arranging your life around whichever this, uh, revelation is that only you know but before uh achieving knowledge and conversation you're supposed to defeat this final demon and that demon is named karanzan and if you don't defeat karanzan it um comes with you across the abyss into the light where the party that the demon was not invited to the ego shows up into the party you're supposed to slay the ego and if you don't then you start becoming like one of these assholes that thinks he's god starts a cult yeah or just goes around trying to fucking like fuck girls because they think that he's jesus and shit yeah like that's that's the danger of karanzan of the ego having the mystical experience that it was not supposed to have yeah it's like i'm so, enlightened so, so the slaying of the Jabberwocky is symbolic of the slaying of Karanzan. It's the it's the the, sh- the final shreds of ego that you can't bring across the abyss, or it turns you into an asshole. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think that's the bigger story that everybody is ignoring these days is that all of our actions are creating something like a being like everything we've ever done and everything we're going to do like we're going to have to maybe not account for that in like a um, gates with saint peter sort of way but we're going to be responsible for all of that and we can or that's also what we are experiencing is like the result of karma the only thing that we experience is karma. Yeah, but who started the karma? The chicken or the egg? I mean, it's it's like that story of the egg by Andy Weir, where like at the end of the story, you figure out that you were in a hall of mirrors and confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's treating what psychedelics have shown me. And, treating, and... Yourself, treating yourself badly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what psychedelics have shown me is that um, you don't know anything, man. Like, it's okay. All, all of the stuff you've done wrong is okay. 
Um, there's no such thing as a sin in that you're getting this check against you that's going to destroy your soul unless you do these certain things. But um, like it's just every day, all the time, you can just be better and do better and grow and learn more things and try to figure out what the fuck is going on because it's we're a tiny little sliver of this huge, magnificent reality that is impossible to to ascertain. If you study Kabbalah, which I do a lot of, yeah. like I'm into I'm into Judaism and like I'm a comparative religion and shit, and uh, especially like Jewish mysticism is a big interest of mine, mm-hmm. and and uh, one of the one of the fundamental things that you learn upon initial investigation of these systems is that um, well first. Judaism is the foundation of all Western religion, right? So this yeah. is like, this is the technology Christ would have been working with. And it's the same technology any clergy in um, Islam or Christianity or Judaism or uh, Mormonism. They're all, they're, all function, they're all working with the same tools mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and with the same knowledge. That's what Kabbalah means is, is received wisdom. Like somebody gave them this, this little handbook that they're passing around. The custodians. So, so um, one of the first things you learn is that, yes, reincarnation is real. We are all reincarnating over and over, and we only advance forward. We're not going to ever come back as a cow or something. Yeah. Like we, we only become a better version of ourselves, and we can do it quickly or we can do it slowly. That's, that's the choices we have. Mm-hmm. And then what? So it's not, it's not like there's like this system – working against you of sin at all it's just like it's just whether or not you're, you're ready to face your lessons or whether or not you're gonna keep digging around yeah i think all that the only, thing, the, the only thing that we experience is karma so it's like it's like a a prison literally made of your own sins and your own decisions and what you had coming everything that you face everything that you endure all of existence is specifically designed for you, by you, to teach you specific things. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty nice cosmology. You know, like, this is how I'm going to view the universe. This is how things work. Like, it's not me being born a victim into this fucking society that's going to dictate everything about my life, and if I only do these certain things in the right way at the right times, then I'll get to go to the next version. You You can believe all that, and that shit will be true. But you can also not believe all that and believe that you, you were um, here as part of this process and you chose to be here on purpose and with these specific scenarios because you know that that's exactly what you need to advance to the the next version of what you're trying to be in, in the universe that you don't understand. And um, That's Kabbalah in a nutshell. Right? It's that's like a, Kabbalah in a nutshell. Like that's that's like if you were a rabbi trying to explain it to to a noob, that's how you would explain it to him. Right. I'm, I was probably a rabbi in my past life. That's why. Yeah. Kind of look like one. I do. I'm working on that. I got the whole um, <laughs> <laughs> that or a Mennonite, and I'm I'm doing both um, lifestyles. I'm trying to not eat any processed shit and grow all of my own stuff and live in the woods and fuck everybody. So I'm doing my part to walk the walk as well as look it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. There are mangoes and bananas and pineapples in the jungle. Yeah. 
I'm doing my best to walk the walk of being a Salvador Dali. Samurai muscle man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it, man. You're doing it. <laughs> so what, what are we looking for in the future? Like if you were going to recommend three things and you can have a podcast and maybe a book to read or um, whatever, meditation, something like that, the people that you think like, hey, if y'all just did this shit, the world would be better. You know what I mean? Like if everybody just did these things. I, or... have, I have a recipe for world peace that is, a, that is an original idea <clears throat> that I will now share with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, fuck the world. We're I, think peace. That, I think that everybody has an appropriate proximity from each other that six, works six feet well it changes with everybody if if they're if they're not very compatible with you they might want to keep them on the other side of the planet mm. <laughs> yeah. and if everybody would just fucking stay at the correct proximity we wouldn't fight we wouldn't have problems and there would be world peace if somebody starts fucking causing you static just back up a couple of feet until they don't matter anymore don't yeah. fucking punch them <laughs> don't fucking berate them and don't tell them that their opinion is wrong just back up give them some space like, let, wait them a second. Be, let them be <laughs> i don't bring have to interact people, with you at all people, bring in people closer to you that work better that, that when they're near you find the correct proximity for everybody and if everybody would find this nebulous, uh, what's the call, dynamic mm -hmm. proximity, then we could all live in peace. I like that. I think that has a lot of sense. You know, what's the point of diving in there and, and combating with somebody when there's so many other people that agree with what you're saying? <laughs> and then there's so many other people that agree with what he's saying. So. Let him be with those people. and or be They don't even people. necessarily have to agree so much as just be willing to engage in a discussion that's not about like a culture war. Yeah. Exactly. Why are you going to bring more drama into this fucking dramatic situation? Like some people are just clearly not going to communicate with. Like they're just, <laughs> they're, just they're not going to learn. They're not going to hear anything. They're just, they're just like on autopilot. You're like, okay, I see. I see you. Yeah, I'm not, engage, not engaging that. I have a cousin that I've had the same conversation with for like three years on every single new event that comes out. And he'll say his part, and I'll say my part, and we'll argue a little bit. And it's like, we've been just doing this forever, and we're never, ever going to agree on this. Like, I'm not going to convince you, and you're not going to convince me, but I'm still there. <laughs> I'm still talking to him. Like, maybe something will happen someday. But. I don't think people, so. People like have this invisible uh, like gallery that they exist in of their peers mm -hmm. that they're behaving in front of even when they're not around. They're like keeping it real, like representing their team. This is like, this is, these, are, these are the things that our squad has on the checklist that we believe. And I'm going to go around like repping my team scoring as points. 
and like they're giving each other secret like invisible high fives every time they dunk on somebody yeah. <laughs> and that's the way like and like if you corner somebody without like without like facts or anything they just like start having like this like narcissistic fit and breakdown and shut down and won't even yeah like this they're not going to change their mind it's just it's just like you're just going to see how, what their mental gymnastics how far they're going to go to to stick to 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 their team before they block you or turn it off or cancel the call or whatever, they're gonna get to a certain point. It's like no, block you out. That's Does the, not compute. The result of a narcissistic fit. They're just like cutting you out now. Yeah, but that's most of us. Most of us human beings on the earth right yeah, now. Yeah, like, everybody. Everybody has been programmed to have this arbitrary team that they're performing for. Yeah, they took our tribalism and they just turned it inside of itself against us. Yeah, yeah. and it like. The, the allegiances rotate based on the issue and it's like always something arbitrary and it's always something like super polarizing. So people just like, depending on what, what's being discussed have like, have like polarized away like 90% of the population right off the bat. Just like you rotate it this way, half the people are bad. Yep. Rotate it this way, half the people are bad. Rotate it this way, half the people are bad. There's nobody left in that little sliver of pie you got left. But everybody that's doing the rotating is um, for the pharmaceutical tyranny, for the wars everywhere for no reason, for the fucking control of the population, for yeah. the IRS taxing everybody, yeah. for the Federal Reserve, for the Absolutely. poor, poor, poor. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're being focused on abortion, gun control, blah, 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 black yeah. rights, violence. It's like, no, They're none of this shit matters. They control our money. <laughs> They're, pointing They're pointing the little laser pointer around in the cat's yeah. can't even think they can't they can't fathom of anything beyond the laser dot that's all they see they're yeah. just like laser dot laser dot laser dot laser dot have you seen today's laser dot laser dot <laughs> and you're like dudes there's so much other shit than the laser dot they're like fuck you nazi <laughs> you racist you're an scum. idiot you're stupid you're a stupid racist <laughs> laser dot you're an idiot can't believe how stupid you are <laughs> yeah. That's us. That's us. That's that's all of us right now. But I think we're looking at like a sliver. We're looking at like three percent of the population that's reacting like the neo, the literal neo Nazis versus the literal fucking whatever these genderless. Uh, I think it's everybody, and it's because it's because of these engineered uh, echo echo chambers. Everybody's got there's there's like specifically engineered echo chambers that that teach people to act this way towards each other like everybody is presented with this caricature that's like sort of true and sort of not true about the other side so yeah. that's all they see is this horrible caricature and people can't stop presenting that caricature to each other and that's all anybody sees in each other yeah yeah that's like the way that when i went from being a christian to being an atheist to being agnostic to being like i don't know what the fuck is going on but something is out there that's way more powerful than me and is conscious and is making decisions and shit that i have nothing to do with and it was like this this idea of christianity like the belief that a cosmic jewish zombie came down and like born from god saved all these people and he flies into space and he now all you have to do is repent and everything is fine because of all this magic shit this guy did that doesn't even exist in history but well there's actually a lot of historical evidence that's what from i mean from non-christian sources yeah i mean what i know from the 
um, actual literal narrative is that there's three historical sources of Jesus Christ and, and two of them have been refuted and only one of them is possible. And I'm not saying that he didn't exist because it kind of seems like Satan is real. Like, so I'm validating my story from that point. Like, I don't know about the whole Jesus thing and stuff, but these fucking Satan worshipers, those are real and they think it's true. So if they think it's true and they're getting power out of it, then where is that coming from? And work my way backwards. But I think all archetypes are real. And so, and they're all going to manifest in different ways. But that's a holographic universe then. It's like, it's us then. Like we're the ones that are fucking projecting this shit out there, and then we it's have to no deal with it. It's no different than becoming lucid in a dream and realizing that you're dreaming it up. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like the dream world is the other half of reality, right? Well, it's just like when you become lucid in that dream, you suddenly have full awareness that this is a product of your mind, and you can affect it and you're like oh yeah dreaming <laughs> but here like it's you not become totally lucid and it's realize not, that this is a factor of your mind and uh, yeah we're not dreaming we're not currently lucid so it seems like it's not the product of our mind it must be the product of something else yeah it's the cia they're the ones doing it or the jesuits uh, but it's not our minds must be something archons. <laughs> yeah. Brahma. It's Brahma dreaming us up. It's Brahma. It's the, it's the secret chiefs of Sufism. Yeah, but he's using the reptilian Dracos, the Brahma. <laughs> and like he's going through the Dracos. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's layers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a parfait. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's like an ogre. <laughs> yeah. Like an ogre. But but at the end of the day, I'm a Jungian, and I'm going to say it's all in your head. And you just don't really recognize moment to moment how big your head is. Yeah, almost infinite. The whole omniverse is contained within it. Yeah, many cell even. I'm above, so below. And then like inside the cell, just like... Uh, rick's battery inside our cells it's like this whole fucking civilization living in there like doing all the work for our mitochondria <laughs> empowering that shit and we don't realize that we're also a god to whatever that is i like that it's a fractal yeah right all evidence points to everything being a fractal so what do we do about like um ritual and dark rituals and stuff like you're gonna say, yeah, magic's cool, but not the super powerful blood magic. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do that because you're hurting somebody. And well, ritual. I mean, dark just means selfish. So, like, if you want to do magic, do magic. If you want, if you're selfish, try not to be an asshole because it's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's like that's all magic is. It's just getting what you want, and getting what you want is usually selfish. Yeah, probably always. Because mm -hmm. what do you know about what the world needs? Yeah. That's why you probably shouldn't go around like trying to get what you want. If anything, try to just like 
correct your character and respond to the world in more healthy ways. That's the way, that's what I think of as, as magic to me. It's, it's, like, it's like understanding the higher levels of consciousness and how to build your character, how to correct character flaws and shit like that. It's basically like what, what Freemasons are trying to do in the lower levels. Just like correct your character. Yeah, like we know all the shit that humans are bad at usually, and if you do it this way, you're gonna be yeah. better. Just follow these steps: one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can see it. You can see like in yourself, like where you, when your ego's fucking you up. You know it every time. Like I feel like you know every single time that you're doing the thing that you. Oh, know that's you about be like doing. catching it. It's about catching it and just like you know trying to be better. Yeah, stepping up, using a little bit of discipline, and also like recognizing its function and power and how to channel it correctly yeah it's like the uh, like Rumi said it's like every emotion every feeling can come to your house but you gotta let it in the house but it doesn't have to own your house it doesn't have to take it over you just gotta let it in feel it the anger hatred whatever happiness joyousness all that stuff is just this thing that's coming through your electrical system what's and it informing you about yeah just bringing you some information and you can let it on your way or you can bury that shit down in your gut forever <laughs> and have it fester and turn into cancer and hate your cousin for the rest of your life you you have choices that's what that's what Jungian, that's what Jungian psychology says is um is where what's in the shadow the shadow is is occupied by things that you're repressing the choices that you didn't make yeah. like everything like either you manifest it or you suppress it and everything that you manifest you see in your conscious world and everything that you didn't select gets shoved down into your shadow and just kind of sits there like angry dogs in the cellar controlling you from the shadows yeah yeah but that makes you think that there's like some kind of optimal way of being a human you know like the way we're doing it now that's why, is, that's why is you want wrong. to investigate you want to investigate your shadow and analyze your shadow see and figure it out quit quit rejecting it yeah. figure out how to uh co-opt it teach your demon teach your demons how to sit rather than have, have them you know fucking throw spitballs at you from the back of the class yeah always always fucking everything up for you but how do you not have demons like why do they have to it's be it's not demons? about not having demons it's about training them like pokemons <laughs> gotta catch them all you got that that's that's what that's what goetian demonology is is the process of there's like 72 demons and they each represent like a different aspect of bad behavior <laughs> and you you draw their little sigils and you do the little rituals and you you conjure them you summon them that's they, creepy as fuck dude they come into your life and they fuck your shit up you start <laughs> acting you start acting like a horrible person in a specific kind of way until you train it and banish it and then you have power over it and it's like i've never heard anybody go into this shit without destroying their lives yeah it doesn't yeah. sound like a very um it's reckless fucking crazy shit to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like starting starting a relationship with Datura or whatever. If you ever read the fucking um But the reasoning is if you don't do it, those demons are in there anyway and they're fucking affecting your life anyway and you're not dealing with it. 
Yeah, but that's like a whole other layer back. Like, why do we have to have the demons? Who's writing this fucking story? Why do they all have personalities? Like, why isn't it just some like dysfunction in their energy? Of you. They're just aspects of you that, that manifest as, as the way, that's the way archetypes constellate. Yeah. Like we give them, we give them little personalities like Mars and Aries yeah. or whatever the fuck like. Yeah. But aren't those also planets? Like they exist in space, right? But things that fly but around. But I'm talking about the archetypes that they're named after the gods. Yeah. But why are there only that many? Why do we also have a? a, a well, the reason planet? the reason those planets are named after gods is because of uh, their influence uh, astrologically. We under, we've always understood that those astro, astro sorry my light went off those yeah. astronomical bodies astral bodies mm -hmm. have influence on the world somehow like there's there's astrology in every culture everyone's got an understanding of the outside affecting the inside somehow and everybody's like trying to figure out why and how and there's there's it's you know it's a thing Jung was super into it it's not just like yoga girls okay well try talking about that at any um in any like popular scientific journal or at any big university or <laughs> at any place where like the leaders of science and, and society get together and tell them about astrology and yeah but if you get actual actual like accomplished businessmen who are like like in the world almost all of them will have occult practices in their pocket. Yeah. Like open, openly. Yeah. This, this whole like scientism kind of religion of like, <laughs> that's nonsense. Yeah. We're, we're above all that. that. Those aren't those. I wouldn't consider those to be the most intelligent people in the world. <laughs> no, they're just being shoved, shoved down all of our throats all the time. You know, that's like just a, like, that's just like a certain subsect of types of intelligence that has gathered together. It's but, like I politicians. Mean, there's also other types of intelligence that collect together in clubs at like lodges mm -hmm. of fucking creepy wizards doing creepy shadowy shit. And they definitely know astrology is real. Yeah. And they're definitely doing things on certain dates on certain alignments and shit. Everybody that knows what's going on is doing it like that. Everybody yeah. else is a puppet of the people that are doing it like that. Yeah, that's one of the things you have to understand if you're going to be in the chaos magic where you're designing your own rituals to make things happen is just to like understand the general archetypes, like things that are red that you want to have associated with anger and Mars. Make sure you do it on days when Mars is going to be like aligned with the thing, the other thing that you have in mind, you know, you have to like be able to design rituals with actual uh, things like that in mind. Yeah, the more context you can create, the more power you're gonna have in your spell. Like the more things you can connect it to and um, have resonate. That's why whenever they do something like 9-11, that everything they do is resonated through time, through all the numbers, they say it over and over again, over and over and over and over and over. They say the same things over and over and over again, and they create the reality they want, which is this never ending war in the Middle East or whatever it is. They got it <laughs> because they it's, did the it's spell. Almost, it's almost more like steering a boat 
like the reality is already out there in the multiverse and they're just guiding the boat towards the one that they chose yeah. towards the target destination that's that's my personal religion that's like my personal view of reality is that i am the captain of my boat I can whenever I, I like this universe is cool but i like it when it's more like this and then myself bringing all the people that i love and everything with me they might change along the way who knows there's a lot of stuff to pay attention to but i go there you know i go where i want to go and that's where i end up and yeah that's what i believe i think that's the power of upon becoming a queen is the ability to do that is the it's like a frequency of awareness that anybody could have but most people don't and if anyone like if you if you can attain it then you have the power <laughs> yeah. of the queen they have the power of, of motion of, 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 of navigation exactly but somehow our purpose has to be to give that to everybody or else um we're still being selfish. <laughs> We're gonna crash into something. Because there's only one entity. Yeah, and he has to, you, you can never- It's Ouroboros, he's like feeding on himself. And as soon as you put yourself off, I'm like, no, you know what? You're pretty cool, Ouroboros, but I did most of this stuff by myself. And start feeling proud of yourself and doing it like that, then you're gonna get swallowed up again. I think I feel like we've um, gone way over 40 minutes, but it's still recording. But it told me we could only do 40 minutes. What are we on? Yeah, right. Are you sure it's recording? I see the recording. It's recording up in the corner. Are you getting are you getting like audio? Can you see the audio clip while it's live? No, but I like halfway through our talk, I threw up audacity and just started recording it just to have the audio just in case this didn't work but i don't know how to check it from here this is the first time i've ever done all this but we'll see i guess when we cut it off i can try to play it back and see if this even exists cool yeah i appreciate you coming man i don't know it feels like an ending point do you have anything else you want to say and no, I guess it's, I guess it's probably time we should wrap it up. Yeah, I've got some. I've got some troubleshooting. I'm still trying to do on my computer. Yeah, well, if this doesn't work, maybe we'll just set this up again in another week or so. And uh, yeah, ideally, ideally, like I'm trying to set up like my own, my whole. That's why I've got this microphone. Like I want to, yeah. I want to be able to do things like this in a more professional manner. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next time I'll, I'll be way better than just talking to you on a phone. Yeah. I also do. I'm in the same place. Like this is the first time I've ever actually set up a little office. I have lamps shining light on me and things like that. So we can just build it as we go and see what happens. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good times. Talk to you later, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Peace.